Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the second part of our coverage of Power of Dom by Sarah J. Moss. And again, as I mentioned at the end of last week's episode, we talk a lot, which is why these end up being two-parters. But hey, you know, have fun, enjoy, and join us for our next four-part episode, Kingdom of Ash. <laughs> kidding, kidding, joking, joking, maybe not joking. We're going to find out. We haven't read the book yet. <laughs> I'm going to have Anyways. one episode dedicated to Abraxas. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> it's just you like writing I heart a Braxis over and over again. <laughs> oh my god, I don't think I told you guys, you listeners, that Jane gave me this amazing uh piece of art of a Braxis. And man, I mean, it's amazing. I feel like I okay, need to look anyway. up who the artist was on Etsy, but I feel like it would take too long and take a full episode just to find it again. <laughs> but the we'll artist who I found social it media. Was. Yes, I'll send a link. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so enjoy the rest of the episode. <laughs> There's some weird cuts in this book on when you're switching between the Nessar and Sartak and Falcon stories to going back to Irene and Kale finally getting all like, you know, chummy and lovey and dovey with each other right. because it's, they go from like, um, the cutoff point is, uh, Nesserin and Sartak are trapped and they're running and it goes on to, and now we're going to have a birthday party for Irene and Kale is going to join them out in this oasis field <laughs> where there's rumors to be like, cause you know, it's a, it's a ploy. Irene is now using, um, uh, Hozar to, um, you know, like, oh, throw me a party out in this cool oasis that only the royal family can go to. And secretly, there's like supposed to be like a necropolis under there with all the Fae dead. And and they go to investigate it. And at this point, um, she has he- healed Kaol enough that he can walk with a cane. So, and he can run, mm-hmm. he can, um, oh, his mount, the horse they give him to ride. Butterfly! Butterfly! He has like a name in Hala, which is the language of the land, but it's, it translates into butterfly. <laughs> this is a mount that's very angry to have any other passengers on its back. <laughs> so, but yes, and they do discover like the ruins and they try to play it off going like, oh, ha ha, like, yeah, you guys are all swimming half naked in the oasis and we just went into a rock in the in the forest and Kashin's looking at them like mm, you're taking my woman and Hosar's like yes that's right Irene be my spy <laughs> it's like no we're seriously like yeah they're they're both they're playing the royals pretty well but they come back for the dinner and um that's when um Hosar really gets into her whole like drunken state and says oh, like oh yeah. hey you should totally marry my brother. We should have Aelin marry my brother. And that's when Kaol basically says, yeah, no, um, Aelin's going to marry Rowan because they're like bonded and stuff. So uh, (laughs) too bad. (laughs) And then everybody goes silent except for um, like, it's sort of like everybody knows who Rowan is. They're just like, oh, fuck, no, we do do not mess with that. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. (laughs) <laughs> but then, of course, like, Hosar says, like, okay, well, then, Irene, like, Kale, you can make Irene, like, a, a princess or something, and then she can marry my brother, and Irene, like, attacks Hosar. And at yeah. first, like, she thinks she's dead. Like, you know, like, I, like Hosar's gonna, like, kill her, because Hosar has a temper, 
But Renia and Kashin like begin laughing and that kind of like saves her ass because Jose's like, oh yeah, that's funny. And like, oh, you grew a backbone. And Irene's like, ah, Renia and Kashin kind of saved my ass because I'm sure they weren't <laughs> laughing. <laughs> and Kale at that time like pulls a sword to try to protect her and he's like, you know, still using a cane. It's like, yeah, I ain't gonna, yeah, yeah, no, against all those guards. <laughs> that's like, we're gonna do this. <laughs> But during that night, oh. Kale gives her a locket with her initials on it, with mountains on it to show she, you know, climbed mountains to get there. And that's when they consummate their love. <laughs> well, well, I would like to point out Nessar and Sartak and Falcon are in a spider's lair about to get eaten. Yep. <laughs> that, was, that was like that weird cut right in between there. They're like, we're going to have some sex. And they're up there going like, we're learning the weirdest shit possible. We're trying to avoid spiders. And oh. yeah, it's, and that he's was like talking the, about all the writing that's going on. Oh, yeah. All the writing. He's like, we wrote for hours. We also did some writing the other night. Huh? Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> say no more. Say no more. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Nudge. <laughs> But yeah, so there's so much going on, and um, yeah, so uh, I, I I guess we should go back to Irene and Kale, and um, so uh, after we this, should say Nesterin and Sartak escape, like Borde and like her yeah. betrothed, who we don't get to know too much about. I. Uh, uh, Yaren, I again these names I don't know how to actually pronounce them, and there's no book on how to Yaren. pronounce all these names. Yaren's correct. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> like he comes down, he's with her, and you know, like they save them after um, uh, uh, Sartak cuts off his hair and uses it so that Nesrin can light some arrows and light up the sky and set the spiders on fire because they all all the Volg fear fire. So they, they use that, you know, because again, when you monologue your entire plan to the enemy or to the heroes, depending on your perspective, they're going to use it against you. So yes, yeah. they are saved by Borde and her betrothed and everybody else. And that's when um, Sartak um, and Nesserin kind of, I, they doesn't sound like they actually sleep together, but they sleep in the same bed because they're both like exhausted and wounded and everything. But they're basically like, yeah, we're we're probably gonna bone at some point, so <laughs> they're okay, they're safe. But it's just it's just one of those weird things where it's like, oh man, they're gonna escape. It's like and on to Kale and Irene who are out yes. here basically in the desert boating away. It's like I I feel like that could have been cut someplace else. <laughs> <laughs> like meanwhile, like no 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um so they realize they find out from their adventure in the jungle in the middle of the desert or whatever. <laughs> that, oasis. It's an oasis. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> like, so a whole bunch of guards out. have to stand on the middle of the desert and let the royal family through and they all guard these areas and are standing and even Kale's like he felt bad for the guards who were having to like stand out in the middle of, like the blistery heat like one of the hottest days of their year and he's like just for like a princess's whim so it was like again kale yeah. has a conscience i really I, I do like hark on just like how emo he is but he does sit there and go like man their job is just shitty like what the fuck man <laughs> <laughs> yes they have to make sure that the that the oasis is all set up ahead of time and yeah it, it sucks yeah. It's guarded, but, and um, nobody goes to steal any of the gold that sits out there anyways, and yeah. 
So but yeah, we get this, back to Kale. And uh, with uh, what's her name? Uh, ha- Hafez. Hosar. No. Oh, um, uh, Havi- oh. Hav- oh, God, Havitza. Gonna... Yeah. Um, they find out that basically it, the healers are able to exercise the Valgs out of uh, out of people. People, yeah, because they're kind of like a. It sounds like they're kind of a descendant of the Fae's who are here. Like they're the top healers. They fled from Maeve because mm-hmm. um, she kept an army of uh, Fae healers around, and she keeps them away from everybody else because she knows what they can do. But some of them flee um, and settle in Antica and hide who they are, but also create the Tor, which is how you get all these um, humans with all these magical powers. Is their descendants of descendants mm-hmm. of descendants? So. And that's how Irene is about because she finds her um, ancestor uh, towers bell, like an old one. That's all. Um, I guess the bell thing might need to be described later, but everybody gets a bell when they enter, and uh, she finds one of her ancestor towers bells in the uh, womb. So she, they know that they've had healers here before, and that now they're figuring out that the Fae are pine, are kind of part of it on how they all got here, and they hide themselves. Exactly, and yeah. Sorry, I I just went on a. <laughs> no, I was just wondering if we should cut for the, um, second episode, but I think we're getting close to the end. That okay. um, because you know we've we've got well we've got to talk about Duva and we got to talk about um hi Donnie we were like cut this but we got to talk sorry. about uh, a little bit about Duva and we got to talk a little bit about uh them heading back but there's not a lot left because her finding the bell is basically around the time that um she says figure out I mean we could do the cut and just use it in case we do but we could also see what happens after we cut it down a bit more yeah we could just maybe just record something later so we can if we feel like we need it we can insert it okay sounds good okay cool sorry okay anyways no no it's okay so we're on to the bells back to the bells um but yeah so um because kale and irene after like having all their rides like ride back to the um on horses <laughs> ride back <laughs> sorry <laughs> i had to specify Not each other <laughs> they each take turns <laughs> anyway i'm a horrible human being uh anyway so they get back and um because you know they've learned their thing and um Kaol knows that he also has to signal for Nesrin to return as quickly as possible because they've learned their thing. They don't know what Nesrin and uh, Sartak have learned. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so they um, and Irene goes to uh, um, Havisa um, and finds out that they're, you know, because they find out they come back and they find out that Kaol's room has been trashed. Uh, looking for all the they took all the books that Irene had been using. So they don't take the one scroll that nobody seems to be able to translate, including Havisa. But um, mm. they find the one scroll that's still shoved in the boot. So he, she brings that back to Havisa to try to translate. But she's like, oh, well, I can't. But there are all these books in there I can't read. And um, I have this iron key. And I can open this, but I'm going to think about whether or not this is going to be useful. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> and, um, yeah. yeah, it's, it's and you know, so Havisa's trying to... Because she, you know, she understands that there's going to be like some powerful sources behind there, but she's not sure if she wants to relinquish them yet. 
especially since they're supposed to be under an iron key, which I think is supposed to be a huge hint to there's a reason why we put it behind an iron yeah. door, not wood, and an iron key opens mm-hmm. it. It's yeah, gee, they're trying to keep a like lot iron. <laughs> yes. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, and at this time also, um, Hozar comes and says like, oh, Aelin's fleet defeated Maeve's fleet and Maeve has disappeared and Aelin is heading back to Tirison, also known as Lysandra, but we also, they don't know that. So that's a really unfortunate thing because he's like, oh, good, they're all alive and Dorian's alive and he's all happy and it's like. Uh, he Kale's because <laughs> like, Kale's like really happy that they're all back, and he's like, ah, uh, uh, we know Kale, you don't know, but uh. <laughs> and also at that same time, that's when um, Irene finds a way to um that she that Irene and Havisa talk about it being a parasite, and she's just she cleanses the parasite out of Kale, and he can walk again and move and. You well, know, first she like realizes that the key is to make him face his darkness within. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's when you you get the whole story of Kaol and um all the, it, a lot of it has to do with the stemming jealousy of Aelin finally finding the source that he ne- that she needed, and it wasn't Kaol; it was clearly Rowan, and also all yeah. the things that he you know betraying Dorian or feel like he betrayed Dorian, and that Dorian seems to be moving on without him, and he's still kind of stuck. And they, he, he kind of explains why he was being such a, a whiny piss baby in the fourth book. Because he said, um, it was a rough period for me. Everything I knew was trampled. Everything. And she, I think I placed the blame for a great deal of it upon her, began to see her as a monster. And it said she'd wrecked him, wrecked his life, and had then strolled right to the prince as if she were going from one room to another. And when it had all gone to hell, when he'd turned his back on everything he knew, when he had lied to the one who mattered most to keep her secrets, she had not been there to fight, to help. She had only returned months later and thrown it in his face, his uselessness, his nothingness. And that made me realize he killed a man for her in the first book. Yes. And like he had never killed anybody before. And they they start like she kind of hints at, at the be- in the beginning at like how that is starting to take its toll on him emotionally and um and it, it goes on to say like a girl who stopped existing the night they'd found that body on the bed when she had ripped his face open when she had tried to plunge that dagger into his heart the predator he'd seen in those eyes it had been unleashed there were no leashes that could ever keep her restrained and words like honor and duty and <laughs> duty and trust. They were gone. <laughs> Sorry. She had gutted that courtesan in the tunnels. She let the man's body drop, closed her eyes and had looked precisely as she had uh, during those throes of passion. And when she had opened her eyes again, killer, liar, thief. So basically he's like, he's finally able to confront his feelings and that I think when he killed that man for her in the beginning to save her life, he was thinking, you know, he had this image of her being this, um, yeah, she had once been an assassin, but she had been forced into it. And like, she was really innocent and he wanted her, wanted to think of her, like that and he started this falling is a girl in love with someday her. i could bring home to mom 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, you know, he's basically in love with her, but then, and he just kind of keeps telling himself lies about who she is. And then when she comes back uh, with, you know, when she's madly in love with Rowan, I think that just kind of throws everything in his face of being like, no, you were wrong. Like I didn't do anything wrong, but you know, you, you were the one who perceived me the way that you wanted to perceive me. And, uh, she ended up becoming like a reminder to him of what he had done. He'd killed a man and he felt useless and like he had like basically no way, no way to help his best friend and to save the, the life of his, uh, the, the woman, his best friend loved. And, you know, he, it was kind of because of him and his inaction that Nehemia died. And so I think like he just put, he felt like shit and he felt like a, a terrible person and he was putting all of that on Aelin. And that's when he, well, and that's, and so, and that's how uh, Irene reaches to him is that he finally confronts all those demons and he finds the love that he's needed in Irene and that's and then they express well yeah they, they slept together but now they've expressed love for each other so and now he's yeah um and now he can walk again and move and you know she keeps checking on him because you know it's muscles atrophy but he's like yeah i'm good like i know it's still there but i can keep it down because i have you by my side irene <laughs> it's like, yay things are so great when they're good <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, she she's basically tamed the darkness and um, she now she says like it belongs to you now to shape and control it or to give it power or render it harmless. Like there's no getting rid of it. It'll always be there. And I think that's just kind of an analogy for like the pain and the the and his darkness within. Mm -hmm. It's like it's always going to be there and it's up to you whether or not you, you dwell in it or it. not. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like how much power it has over you. But then and... they have to, well, then they have to go and uh, talk to Havisa. Um, and Havisa's missing. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> yep. And the iron key is wedged in a particular area that doesn't, that Kale even points out going like, yeah, that didn't just fall out and get wedged there. Somebody put it there. So they find the iron key and Irene puts it under, like, you know, takes it and she's holding on to it. And they go and um, try to find her and they talk to the head librarian um, and she's like, OK, well, there are sometimes these tunnels and there are rumors about tunnels in the library and here's where you get to them. And they find like four stone slabs and one of the slabs is moved. And even like Kale's like walking down, they're going like, it's a trap, it's a trap, it's a trap. <laughs> It's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. Because <laughs> like all trap. because well, like the candles are lit and everything. He's like, we're walking to a trap. We know this is a trap. It's a trap. He's not. He's saying it silent to himself. But he's just like, okay, yeah, I'm yeah. Like, yeah. We all know it's a trap. Well, and then they find Havisa like bound to. It's basically a huge tre treasure trove, 
and a kind of like a sarco- like a tomb sort of thing with a treasure trove of gold and a golden chair and there is the youngest daughter still living youngest daughter Duva <laughs> who's has uh, Havisa gagged Though, and now you and know she's... why, like, you were saying that you would, you were trying to keep a list of all the ca- the family members, and I was like, do it after you read it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's not only that, because, like, I, I felt there. like there was, like, a, I felt like there was a seventh, and I was like, no, there isn't a seventh, there's only six. Okay. Like, I know there's a dead one. I know there's the one who's who was, like, pining after Irene. I got the two, like, bastard asshole siblings, and we got the one that we're supposed to like. <laughs> it was like, I know Duva's like, pregnant, but I felt like there was another one that I missed. It's like, oh, no, no, there's only six. Yeah, and I, I think, like, you know, sometimes it's kind of easy to see what's coming in the stories, but I think, like, Moss did a pretty good job of of um, making you this forget being a surprise. that she's a character, Yeah. Well, because she's, I mean, they even say, like, every brother, all the brothers and sisters love her. Like, it sounds like that even though, like, because she had her marriage arranged. She didn't want to deal with all the mm-hmm. intrigue or bullshit. So she had her father arrange a marriage. And the guy, seen, her husband seems to actually really love her. They have a baby coming. And it's just like, oh, like, there's just this sweet young girl who's just like, look, I'm not going to deal with it. And it sounds like everybody says everyone but Duva. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, maybe my kid will get to live and we'll be okay. Um, but yeah, no, she's possessed by the Volg demon. And this is <laughs> this part I, I almost texted you and said, why do they keep monologuing? Because <laughs> you've got like, because um, you've yeah. got, um, you know, because uh, you've got like a fight. Like Havisa tries to um, knock the chair over into Duva. Duva is still very pregnant and possessed by the Volg, which I, one other thing I was curious about, um, and we get this answer later on, is it's like, so... Is the Volg possessing the baby? Is this like a um, day, uh, dawn of the dead thing where, like, you know, once yes! it's bitten, then the baby gets possessed? Yeah. It's like, I, because you, you're just like, oh, God, that's going to be more tragic now. <laughs> um, but, um, tragic so, or awesome? <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, if, if, if something, like, you know, they're going to have to kill the Volg. So it's like, yeah. or like, is the Volg, because, you know, it's like, uh, I also thought I was like, okay, well, just don't trust pregnant women because I thought like maybe it was one of those things where like they were doing <laughs> to the uh, witches. Pregnant women. <laughs> well, because well, remember the yellow legs, like they were implanting um, Volg yeah. offspring into them. So I was worried that that's what it was actually going to be. Like as I was reading, going like, oh god, is the womb actually a Volg? Is the womb actually holding a Volg? It's like, mm. oh god, that's she's so horrible. Like even if they rescue Duva, it's like that's just going to be tragic. I can't. But anyway, so, yes, I didn't even think about that. Oh, yeah. No, that was going through my head. I was like, oh, God. Now, every woman who's pregnant is going to be like, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I didn't even think but, about that. Yeah, that's. Oh, yeah. no, that that played in the back of my head for a bit. I was like, oh, God, I'm going to feel horrible. This baby ends up being a Vulcan since I'm killing it. <laughs> I have a soft spot for children, okay? I don't like hearing about babies and children getting killed, even in fantasy. <laughs> so can, it's like, yeah. yeah, that's one of my like little, like, I'm going to start crying moments if this happens. <laughs> so, but anyways, yes, so Do is fighting um, Kaol, and um, he's trying to, again, tell Irene to run. But unlike uh, Sartak, he's not using his broad chest as a distraction. <laughs> 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 or as a trap, I guess. <laughs> 
But, and of course, like, Irene's like, I'm not leaving. I bought both you and I've got the hot healer on high here that I got to get the hell out of here. So, and of course, I think it was maybe as a magic school, but no, it wasn't magic school. I can't remember what it was. There was some cartoon and uh, the teacher got stuck in, uh, was getting stuck in this window that they were going out of. And she said, damn, my bodacious thighs. (laughs) (laughs) That always stuck with me. And that's making me think that. (laughs) Damn, my bodacious chest. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. So, like, just before this fight, like, Duva tells, their Volg Duva tells them the plan. (laughs) Just yes, like, she monologues, and I'm like, oh my god! Thank you, by the way, Incredibles, for coming up with monologuing because <laughs> my god, that does that perfectly explains all of this bullshit. Like Bond villains are everywhere in this book. He's like, well, and, and you also kind of get the sense that like Duva is like just so unseen because like what happens is Parrington sends like Duva like a big huge like treasure trove of gifts, and one of them is a ring. Mm. And of course, the ring, as we know, has uh, the Volg in it. And like, it was a supposed, uh, like, Duva sees it and she knows that like Hosar is going to like steal it. Even though it's like, this is a wedding gift to Duva. Like, what the hell? And she's like, yeah. no, if Hosar sees it, she's going to take it. So Duva takes it first and puts it on. And it's like, oh, dear God. Like, it's like she knows her both, not only like her feel her position in this family, mm-hmm. but it's like, if she had not done that, then it's like Hosar who has the ring. And yeah, it's like, oh, God, this poor girl, <laughs> this poor, poor girl. And of course, her husband doesn't know. He's just like, I've got a hot wife. I've got a pretty hot wife. She's so pretty and I love her. And it's like, and so she's obviously clearly really good at hiding who she really is. So, you know, well, it's- I love that the sister like, yeah, we find out that she she killed the sister um yeah she Tomlin? shoved her off the balcony uh tomalin because like she it's knew. like tumalin yeah, yeah she, well, she figured out figure the... it out but the well, husband like... was not <laughs> well it, it was an arranged marriage so in my mind i can imagine mm. being like okay you've met the first day this is how it is but yeah no um Tum- uh tumalin kind of figured it out and um i think caution yeah. kind of even says that he kind of saw a change in duva but he kind of knocked up to well She's pregnant. Her sister's right. dead. We're all going through some shit. So, of course, she's changed. And, of course, Argon's just like, she hasn't changed. There's no way she's possessed by it. And Cushion's like, that's what he turns period. In- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> she's pregnant. <laughs> yeah. And that's when Cushion's like, um, effort. She has changed. If you paid one lick of attention to her. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. But um, they fight. And in the process, um. Kale is re-paralyzed and <laughs> set up close to death. <laughs> Which, I mean, they keep coming back to all that work, all that work. And I'm just like, no shit, you all know, that work. But he's also about to die. <laughs> I got pissed off with that. Okay, so yeah, Duva basically kicks his ass left and right. And and he's about to die. And um, I I was really upset that... Because uh, Havisa... I'm not... Uh, Havisa, excuse me. Irene... Um, holds the hands of uh, of Havitza and all the other uh, healers come to her aid. 
And as soon as Nestor and Sartak, they get down there, so they witness the fact that oh, Duva's right. clearly possessed. Because they get back, and Nestor's like, yeah, we flew as fast as we could. <laughs> it's like, Kale, you yeah. owe her a goddamn raise, <laughs> okay? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and not the what you used to call a raise. <laughs> See, it still works. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm kind of jumping ahead. Um, yeah. But the, the uh, Havitsa gives, like, blows some powder in, um, uh, ha- God, I'm forgetting her name already. Duva. Um, yeah, Duva's uh, face, and that that makes her pass out. And no matter what, she's not going to wake up until they want her to wake up. And uh, that's how the powder works. But uh, the cola powder, yeah, they all get together and give Irene the strength to heal Kale so he doesn't die. And I got so pissed because not because it's Kale, but okay, maybe a little because it's Kale. (laughs) (laughs) But I thought, like, you know, Moss really should let Kale die. And like, because no major characters have died, and you have to raise the stakes and make it more dire. You can't just like, you know, you can't set people up to be like, oh, well, he's not really dead because, you know, she's going to heal him, obviously. It, a little I, I song like of ice just, and fire sort of like, yeah, stakes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm not saying like kill fucking everybody or like, and definitely don't you dare fucking touch my favorite wyvern <laughs> Boy. But, but i'm just saying that I, she needs to let some of the major characters die some of the major good characters die because there have to be stakes you know there have to be there has to be something that something real that can be lost yeah, it's I, I think that one thing that kind of annoyed me about that heal healing thing is not only that they end up being linked. So basically, if yes. he dies, she dies, if she dies, he dies, which I kind of started thinking about it because I was like, what if they have a child and she dies in childbirth and that child's like an immediate orphan? Oh, man. Thanks for <laughs> making it dark. I, I got dark <laughs> as I thought about their link because like the link is basically like if her power's drained, he goes back to being crippled. But if she's like mm-hmm. full power, then he's like, I'm fine. I can walk. Everything's good. But I think the only thing that kind of annoyed me as well of that healing, it's like even the scar is gone from his face. I'm like, oh, for the love of God, yes. he's fine. <gasps> So now he's a, he's going back to being a pretty boy. <laughs> hey, scars aren't terrible, okay? Well, but still, yes, I, I know it's it, it was a, the reminder of the incident. Yeah, but, exactly. But nope. yeah, so now he's yeah he's depending on her energy, I guess. Her magic and powers. Her her he's magic okay hands. With it, though. Magic hands. Yeah, now no, he's okay. Well, and he's like, got I, he's got a little girl. I don't know. I feel like it was a development for him. Like he kind of ends the story in a way better place mentally. Yeah, well, because he even says like, you know, if she uses the power and he goes back into his chair, it's okay. He can deal with that, and he can deal with this lot in life. And um, oh, and we also have to mention that we see this happen because. Um, you know, they bring Duva back to the Coggin, show him the ring, and that's when Argon's like, she hasn't changed, and they go into that whole entire, and Havisa's there, and nobody argues yeah. with the healer on high. And that's when uh, Irene tests the theory of, is this really a parasite, and can we get it out of her? 
Mm-hmm. And um, they do. Like, after, like, um, a lot of screaming by Duva and the demon, like, gets thrown up by her and black smoke disappears. She's alive. And her baby's okay. It's not a demon baby. It's a human baby, Irene confirms. And that's when the Coggin and all of the siblings of Duva come and say, like, hey, we'll give you anything. Well, except for Argon. He doesn't say anything. Um, we'll give you anything for saving our daughter slash sister's life. And um, Irene just basically says, save my people. And so they send an armada, basically. You got Sartak, who's basically ready to go and fight with Nesserin, um, and just battle and bring the rucks that he can, which is like a thousand rucks. And then you've got um um you've got Kashin coming up later on in a couple of weeks, and you've got um Hozar, who's sort of like, Look, I know I'm a shitty friend, but um thanks for saving my sister. So um whatever you need, I'm joining you in a fight. So it's like, okay, cool. Um, so yes, um, and the Coggin is going to send his own armada as well, and they're, they leave off on boats. But not before something else. A couple other things happened, <laughs> which you should probably mention. <laughs> yeah. uh, which one do you want to go with? We got to go with Nesserin's or the rest of Kale's stuff? <laughs> let's finish up Kale. Okay. Kaol and Irene are married. They got married before they left. He proposed to her. You don't see anything except Hozar does throw a massive party after the small wedding. So because they she, get married because she's her. <laughs> yeah, because she needs a she party. She needs an orgy, basically, which is what a lot of these parties turn into. It feels like an orgy. <laughs> so yeah, and also you. Um, so yeah, this. So that's that's their life, and he's and also they've got. Um, they're on the ship and. Kale's body has returned to more normal. Um, and he goes over there and um, Irene has stuck that piece of paper that um, Aelin had written her years ago and said, yep, I just hold on to this and just think about what I said. And do you have the writing that's on there? Because I feel like we didn't say it, like what he, what Aelin actually wrote to her. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I don't have the note. Okay, I know that it's... Um, the world needs more healers was the bigger thing about that. And, um, Kale reads the note and he's like, Oh crap. Um, yeah. Aelin wrote this (laughs) and, and he does have like a pretty like interesting moment where he's like the woman who takes life gave lives of a woman who, uh, heals life. It was like the perfect balance between the two of them. And he goes on to tell Irene about who her actual savior savior is. Um, and then let's go on to Nesserin, who is, yes, Yay. flying with Sartak. She gets a ruck of her own, who lost his rider to old, old age, so she's claimed a ruck of her own. And, of course, uh, Sartak has been like, hey, I love you, and I just told my dad I'm going to go and fight in this battle with the woman I love. And uh, the Coggin tells uh, Sartak, no, you can't love this woman. You have to marry a princess. He's like, well, then I'm not going to be heir, because you find out that... Uh, the Coggin had already made Sartak heir, and he's going to follow the woman he loves into battle. And also, then another side note, because there's so many of these happening, Nesrin finds out that her father and her sister are alive, and they have arrived with her aunt and uncle. So all of her family is alive and in um, Antica with her uncle. So that was good that made me happy that her family yeah. actually survived because that was because it's like she's probably like doesn't know like where they are she's still questioning it throughout the entire book when she finds out that rift has been attacked so she's living with that and she finds out that her family's alive and that was a 
that was that made me happy. I was like, oh, good. Thank you. Like, don't keep kicking this woman while she's down. (laughs) But we should also I think we've we failed to mention one other tiny little tidbit. Oh, uh, (laughs) before you do the uh, the note, I found it. It's this for where for wherever you need to go and then some the world needs more healers. Yep. It's a. So, yeah, it's. Again, the, all the pieces are coming together, and I know that it talks about that in one of the novellas um, as well. Like, that story is kind of touched on, because I had to stop reading the novellas when I found out that was a story that was going to be touched on. It's like, oh, I don't know who this character is. She seems important. I'm just going to close this book, was, <laughs> and I will read the other ones first. But um, are we talking about a uh, little something about Falcon? Oh, yes, yes, because before Falcon is about to, he's also about to sacrifice himself during the spider battle, and he's like, hey, my older brother, I found out that he fathered a child in Nissan, like, I have a niece out there somewhere on some woman, and when I went to go and find her, found out that her mother kicked her out of the house when she was a child, and I have never been able to find her, but if you find her, she's somewhere, it's like, oh, for the love of God. (laughs) Well, once he mentioned... uh like looking for his niece as well as like oh, of course you are of course you're you're her fucking family like you know lysander needs family too who isn't gonna yeah. kick her out of the house for being a shifter so it's like oh <laughs> god damn it yeah i was like oh we need to mention that yes there's and they i they do tell him that you're like oh yeah no i've met your niece that's the person who can do the cool shifting you know she's clearly i mean i know that this wasn't a conversation but he's like yeah clearly she's far more advanced than you so because can you see what she could turn into oh yeah have you seen the sea dragon yeah sea dragon (laughs) i know nestor technically hasn't seen it but yeah (laughs) oh what's this a puny a little big wolf oh oh you can be a big wolf she can be a freaking snow (laughs) well at least i get to feel her boobies But yeah, he says, um, when I was seven, my older brother sired a bastard daughter off a poor woman in Rifthold, abandoned them both. It has been 20 years since then. So that tells us he's 27. And and it matches up with Lysandra's age as well. Yeah, exactly. Quick calculations by Nesserin, but still was like, yeah, no, I know where this is going. We only know one other shifter in this entire series. Yeah, exactly. Um, It has been 20 years since then, and from when I was old enough to go to the city to begin my trade, I looked for her, found her mother after some years on her deathbed. She could barely talk long enough to say she'd kicked the girl out. She did not know where my niece was, didn't care. She died before she can give me a name. So it's like, I know the fucking name. (laughs) We all know the fucking name. (laughs) But there's also, it sounds like there's another shapeshifter because... um, they talk about uh, Maeve, uh, how she always has a an owl. Oh, yeah, the owl is also supposed to be like a healer. It sounded like so, but yeah, Maybe it's, she yeah, it turns it to a, an owl. I don't know, but well, I guess we're gonna find out the about it. Of Silva, so. And she's the symbol Maybe. of the tour. She's the one that all the people, the tour, and the healers pray to. So, yeah, Maeve. For keeps all we an know, owl. it could be silba herself that she's just like imprisoned she's trapped somehow. in owl form yeah maybe they all think knows? it's a shifter but they just trapped her in owl form you know what if that ends up being the end because neither of us have read the end <laughs> i would <laughs> i want to put a mark on this podcast right now that it's been called <laughs> so <laughs> well she is the ultimate healer so i mean 
you know, maybe yeah. no, she... it actually you're right. It might make sense. So uh, I guess we'll find out <laughs> eventually. Yep. Anyways. Um, and just to let everybody know, um, we are going to cover the novellas, not obviously next episode because there's a lot of them. But if you want to keep up and read along, then we're working on the novellas next. We'll figure out how I don't know how we're going to cover them, but we'll figure it out. We're good at this. We're, yeah, we'll, we're pros we'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, we'll let you know. We'll kind of, we'll kind of let you know. But we yeah. might be pros. If you want to keep up with us, then um, then one, it, it, considering the, the rate at which I read, it's not hard. Um, but, uh, you could just start reading the novellas and, uh, you'll be right there with us. But At the rate I read, I read really fast, but I read a lot of other books in between reading this one. It's like, I started, I was like, I've read five other books because I just did not want to read this. <laughs> I had well, no I interest in Kale. Like, there's so many other books I want to read. So I'm kind of like, oh, please, like, oh, let's just get through this. And I, I opened the, the last book in the series and it's like over 900 pages. And I was like, <laughs> I think I, I just, I said I need, a... I think oh, I told you I need to take a break from Miss Moss for a while. <laughs> yeah. So... Anyways. I know we've covered it because we're kind of wrapping up here. But yes, it's I, I would say it's not a bad book. It's just that it's really hard because you spend so much time just being really angry at Kale, at least I did yeah. for long because I was just he just sounded, as you said, so whiny. And it's like, get over yourself. She's with somebody else and stop using Nesrin as a sex toy. Just let her go. Yes. It's like it just you just you so I like that this kind of opened up a bit more to who he was, and I'm glad he found happiness. He's got a, you know, wife and everything, and Irene is clearly a good person. And, and I hope that my... remember, he's like, what, 19 or 20? Yeah, he's, he's young. Yeah, they're on the choice. Oh, yeah. But it's yeah, and, you know, she, Hopefully she'll survive childbirth, you know. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if that is happening, I'm also pinning this moment as well. <laughs> As oh, and, Jane um, predicts, one of the saddest things on the face of the earth. <laughs> oh, God. And uh, I just want to uh, uh, give a shout out and a thank you to our friends on Twitter who were telling us, like, you know, yeah, it's a controversial opinion, but this is, you know, it's a great book. And uh, some even said that it was their favorite. And just to stick with it, because, you know, I, I, I'm still... I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm better with Kale now um, that, you know, she kind of went in more into his character. And I've always liked Nezrin and I appreciate her more now. But um, I, I, you know, even not being the biggest fan of Kale, I, I still found the book entertaining. Like I wanted to yes. find out what was going to happen next. Not I so wouldn't much call it my favorite. Yeah, I wouldn't call it my favorite. I think that the um, previous one. Um, and which I always, I know I screw up the names every single time. Um, Empire of Storms was the actual no number. Um, that was actually my favorite, um, so far. Mm. Yeah, um, I could see Because there's just a lot of, there's a lot of characters. She's at almost full power, her and Rowan hook up and, which is fine. Cause it's sort of like, oh, freaking finally. But you also learn a bunch of other things. You got man in like kind of finally coming into her own and yeah. you know like standing up to her grandma so I, I liked all that development a lot more um than and i, I did a lot of people disagree but i like lorcan and a lead i like oh. them as a couple yeah no and 
yeah, I again, no problem with them as a couple either. So it's like, great, like, let's keep moving with them as well. So I think that's why I kind of like that one the most. And I'm going to read the novellas. Um, and then I've already bought Kingdom of Ash. So we'll get into those. It's just, this was one of the ones where in the beginning, it was a slog because you still got emo kale. And there's clearly something going on, but it's just hard to deal with his assholeness towards Irene. Mm-hmm. Um because I again I can understand her feelings. You know, she watched um Ardalan's soldiers basically m- burn her mother alive. So it's like, okay, yeah, you have that, a right to be pissed. Yeah, that would kind of color your opinions. <laughs> yeah. And then she and she even learns later on that the king was even possessed by the Volg. So even then it's mm-hmm. it's hard for her to stay completely mad because you know, and you learn that the king was also trying to protect his own son at one point, you know, while trying to Yeah. You know, so it's it's like it. You know, she's toying with the idea of not everything is purely black and white with some of these um, things that happened. So mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's like I said, it. I like the fact, as you said, it gave Kale more of a story that made a lot of his actions more um, understandable, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. less less annoying. <laughs> but it it took a while because I just I could not. It was just really hard to dig into, but I think again. he ends the book like way more self-aware than I was at that age. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Although to I be mean, fair, all these kids are basically expected to like get married and have kids and have their life yeah. figured out. You know, by the time they're what fifteen, sixteen. So it's yeah. I say true, kids. True. <laughs> but, and, you know, with all that being said, I wouldn't want to read a book where I was the main character. So, you know? Oh, no. God, no. I always I always I tell people, it's character. like, like there are people in my 20s I probably owe apologies to for just being uh, right? insufferable. <laughs> just for being in your 20s. Yeah, just for being yeah. 20. <laughs> yeah, it's that kind of shit that keeps me up at night sometimes. <laughs> just thinking about that. Like, what the fuck was I thinking? And uh, Anyway, uh, please listen, subscribe, rate, and review Bedknobs and Broomflix on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, and our buddies over uh, at, well, actually, a couple of our buddies uh, formed a new uh, podcast listening app. It's amazing. It's called um, Cephalopod. It's C E P H. Come on, Linda. A L O P O D. I did it. What does that spell? <laughs> Cephalopod. Uh, yeah, seriously. Can you uh, use they're... it in a sentence? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes. Uh, listeners, if you love podcasts and listening to podcasts as much as we do, uh, go check out the app for Cephalopod. It is on, uh, it's available for Google and iOS. Go check it out. And it is rad. And we already have a couple of subscribers there, which is cool. It's awesome, actually. Um, but, uh, yeah, and you could listen to us on just about everything. Uh, remember you can find Bedknobs and Broomflix on, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Broomflix. That's B-R-O-O-M-F-L-I-C-K-S. You know that we're enjoyable because we got licks at the end. And you can write to us at broomflix at gmail.com. We love, we love corresponding. We love talking to you guys and hearing from you. Uh, you can find me on the weekly podcast, Cage's Kiss, the Nicholas Cage podcast, 
Our latest episode just covered what to expect in our new upcoming show because uh, we're getting caught up with our boy. So uh, we we do have a plan for a new show. It's called Theme Warriors. Uh, so uh, check out that episode, uh, hearing more about that. Also check me out as Lila in Dispatches of Disassociation and as Patrice and Lieutenant Murphy in Coyote's Bluff, which was just a blast. Uh, Jane, where can people find you? You can totally not find me currently watching the Super Bowl plays going like, what the fuck was that just happened there? Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> God, that was a bad play. I'm not needy. Um, <laughs> uh, I'd like to thank Doug Walters and Redwire Blackwire for allowing us to use their song Compass. Uh, check them out. <laughs> yes. And uh, in our next episode, we are going to step away from books for a bit. And we're going to get back to watching The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, covering episodes seven and eight of season one. Woohoo! Yep. Let's get back into this because there's a lot still I'm waiting to talk about. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> yeah. And it's where I, I last left off. So uh, I left off in the middle of the Feast of Feasts. So... Uh, now I can get caught up again. Yay! Yay! Again, I just, there's there's some stuff that I can't wait to talk about. So yes. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. See you Until next time. Then, uh, what's that got to do with my knob? A no longer Vowed crippled knob. knob. <laughs> <laughs> it still functions. Tell him, Nesrin. <laughs> <laughs> my knob still works. <laughs> It rides, it rides for a long time, multiple times even. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs>